If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. The Sonoma County Sheriff's Office wants you to share your gate code with them. They say it's because, you know, in a case of an emergency, but officials are asking residents in unincorporated areas with a gate on their property to voluntarily file their codes online at sonomasheriff.org. The sheriff's office says that the codes will all be kept in a secure system. They'd be used during emergencies like wildfires, evacuations, and by 911 dispatchers in case police or paramedics need immediate access to a property. And the Grayton Fire Department is making the same request. Again, head to, if you, you want to share your gate code, by the way, you don't have to do it, sonomasheriff.org. Well, Record Store Day is this Saturday, April 23rd. And there's a lot of special releases for this event, including vinyl exclusives from Taylor Swift, Prince, and Mariah Carey. Uh, And speaking of Taylor Swift, she's actually the first ever Record Store Day global ambassador. And she plans to drop, like, it's really cool, like, release a bonus track of the lakes from her folklore album, her most recent album. Uh, Casey Musgraves is going to give us a special release of Starcross. We got the Allman Brothers, Willie Nelson. We'll also have special releases. And there's just so much more. I went to the recordstoreday.com official website, and there's just, like, pages and pages and pages and pages of special releases that are coming out this Saturday. Uh, So again, if you want to look at that list, recordstoreday.com is where to go. After we do the Butter and Eggs Day Parade, I'm going to head to the next record store over there on Mendocino and Santa Rosa and go check out what they have. Yeah. Uh, Luke Combs shared the title and cover art for his highly anticipated third studio record. So the album is coming out on June 24th and it's called Growing Up. There's going to be 12 songs on the album, but the track list hasn't been released quite yet. And to celebrate the big announcement, Luke Combs released a song called Tomorrow Me. Tomorrow Me Up will be the first album Luke's put out since he dropped What You See Is What You Get back in 2019. Amber and Tanner in the morning. What is something you were embarrassed to like as a kid, but you shamelessly love it as an adult? So my girlfriend Cammie, she was raised on country music. She loved it. She listened to Tim and Faith and everybody in between growing up. And while she was growing up, she started to get embarrassed to like country music just because uh, I guess people in our high school and our elementary schools didn't view it as cool where we're from. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so she basically threw out love and country music. And if you date me, you're going to end up liking country music one way or another. And I woke up... Well, if they want to listen to our show... (laughs) They're going to have to. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because have the same thing happened with Cole. He wasn't like into new country music. He was like, there's some there's some good songs on your show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah, we're, we're slowly infecting people that don't like it to get back with us. <laughs> uh, so I woke up from a nap yesterday, and she was in the kitchen doing some dishes, and her AirPods were in. And she was just going, hmm, 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 hmm. And I was, I kept listening, and I started smiling because I knew in my heart she was singing Randy Travis. Oh, baby, I'm gonna love you forever. 
And I went up to her and I, and I went, are you listening to Randy Travis right now? Uh, and she went, shut up. That's <laughs> such a good choice, too. I know, uh, right? Good for her. Like, she could go with the super pop stuff, which I like, too. But she's, like, listening to classic country, which makes me so, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that she was listening to Randy Travis made my day. Um, well, you know, I kind of feel the same way. So when I was a kid... I was very, very much into the Spice Girls, and I didn't really tell anybody because I had an older brother that made me feel like embarrassed for liking pop music. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, if my brother thinks this is embarrassing, then my friends are going to think this is embarrassing, so I'm not going to tell anyone. Yeah. But now, like, I have all this Spice Girl pride. I know so much yeah. about the Spice Girls, and I'm not embarrassed about listening to the Spice Girls anymore, okay? Don't don't come for my wig. Like, let me <laughs> listen to the Spice Girls. Something that I love about growing up is that we are returning to the things that we loved in childhood, but, like, got rid of for <laughs> 10 or 15 years, but we just sure. shamelessly love it now. On our Facebook page, Facebook.com, slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. We're talking about things we were embarrassed by in childhood, but we shamelessly love as an adult. Uh, Crystal from Roner Park says, a good long nap. Maisie from Novato said, running style-like shoes. When I was under 18, I thought anything other than Converse and Vans were so nerdy. Aww. Now I couldn't possibly care, and I just want to be comfortable. I feel the same way. Yeah. I, I have these little slip-on Nikes that I'm wearing today, and they don't look great, but I love them. <laughs> they feel like clouds. John from Windsor says, I used to get teased for hunting when I was younger. Now those same people that teased me are asking me to teach them how to hunt. Wake up. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Today is Earth Day, and in honor of Earth Day, we're going to play some Earth Day trivia. This is a great way for you to learn about environmental things, because that's what Earth Day is all about, right? Ooh, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to ask Tanner uh, some Earth Day-related questions. Uh, Tanner, you have to answer. If you get four out of five correct, I'll donate $10 to an environmental-related charity of your choice, Tanner. Yes. I love that. <laughs> and if I don't, I'll donate $10 oh, to nice. environmental okay. choice. Yeah. I wasn't going to make you do that, but I was going to make myself. I'll throw it down on the line. Let's okay, go. Okay, $10 on the line. Here we go. First question. The founder of Earth Day, his name is Gaylord Nelson. He's a senator from which state? Is it A, Maryland, B, California, or C, Wisconsin? I'm going to go, I want to say California, but I don't think that's right. I'm going to go with A, Maryland. You know, it's funny. He is from Maryland, but he was a senator in Wisconsin. Ah, look at that. Yeah. So what year was the first Earth Day? This is question number two. What year was the first Earth Day? Was it A, 1970, B, 1961, or C, 1965? I'm going to go with A, 1970. Correct. Ooh. Very correct. Thank goodness. I'm sweating it over here. Yeah. Okay, number three. You ready? Yep. Most of Earth's breathable air comes from where, Tanner? Is it A, the rainforest, C, the ocean, or sorry, B, the ocean, <laughs> or C, the tundra? I'm going to go with A, the rainforest. It's actually the ocean. I had a feeling. I'm sorry, Tanner. I should have trusted my instincts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question, number four. A single tree produces enough air... To supply in its lifetime for how many people for a year? A single tree produces enough air to supply how many people for a year? I'm going to go with three. It's actually four. Hmm. 
I'm sorry. Dang it. That was one off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, which of the following is not considered to be a source of renewable energy? Is it A, hydropower, B, wind, or C, natural gas? I'm going to go with natural gas. Oh, I got I got one, thank goodness. <laughs> All right, I hope you learned something about Earth Day today. Yeah, I got that $10 wherever you want it to go. I'll oh, throw okay. it there. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Another air travel nightmare. Airline confrontation caught on camera. Chaos in the aisle. Mike Tyson was flying from SFO to Florida on a JetBlue flight, and he punched another passenger in the face. Why did he do that? Well, the reason he is... He thought he was in a boxing ring? Yeah. He was confused? <laughs> Didn't bite his ear off. Just want to clarify. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, now, I never think violence is okay. I just want to preface this by saying that. But I watched the video on TMZ, and this passenger was so dang annoying. And he was staying, his seat was behind Mike Tyson. He was standing over Mike Tyson's head and just bothering him, asking him for selfies. And he kept going, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, over and over and over again. And it's just important to know to never annoy a legendary boxer because Mike Tyson turned around and punched him right in the face. Yeah. If someone's annoying you and being that annoying, I can understand the frustration, but I I guess I'm saying this as a citizen, like a, a civilian, not like a celebrity or famous person. At that point, I would just grab a flight attendant and be like, hey... That person's really bothering me. Yeah. Can you help me out here? With Something. Mike, with Mike Tyson, he took matters into his own hands, that's for sure. Literally. Yeah, and I've been there not punching somebody, but I've been extremely annoyed with someone I'm on a flight with. I was sitting behind, or I was sitting in front of a person that was a drummer, and they had their drumsticks, and they were drumming on the back of my seat. My like gosh. And I turned around and went, hey, dude, I'm trying to sleep right now. And he yeah. kept doing it. Well, uh, one time I was on a flight and someone kept like kicking something into my feet, like under my seat. And I turned around and I was like, hey, I'm not trying to be rude, but you keep kicking something into my (laughs) feet. I don't know what's going on. And a girl that was like kind of a diagonal from us saw the thing happening and she was like, actually, the carpet has come undone. And every time he moves his feet, the carpet Whoa. gets shoved under your seat. Yeah, I and I was like, uh, sorry, it was just really annoying. The guy that you accused was like, hey, I'm not doing anything over here. Why really? are you yelling at me? He was like, huh, really? And I was like, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Kristen from Windsor, when did you have to deal with someone annoying on an airplane? I had somebody take their shoes off and try to sit their feet on me. And I was like, that's disgusting. Take your feet off of me. And being a kid, you know, she's like, you need to respect your elders. And my grandfather looked at her and was like, you need to respect people in general. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber are both being sued by a group that says their massive hit 10,000 Hours belongs to them. I'd spend 10,000 hours and 10,000 more. 
They're being sued for copyright infringement. And I know we've been hearing this a lot lately. A lot of artists getting sued by other artists for stealing their work. Uh, but these folks say they own the rights to an old song that 10,000 Hours was ripped off of. Now, according to the lawsuit, Justin and Dana Shea stole the core portion of their collaboration from this song that was written way back in 1973. It was called First Time Baby is a Holiday, and it was originally written by Palmer Rakes and Frank Theo Ravenati. Uh, so the doc says that you know, Biebs and Dana Shea copied the chorus, the verse, the hook, and tried to pass it all off as their own. So I'm going to play the two songs back to back. So I want you to listen and see if you can hear any similarities. And I promise you that you will. Tell me what are you dreaming? Everything I want to know at all. Very similar. <laughs> and I hate to say it because I love this song. I love Dana Shea. I love Justin D. Weaver. But the complaint was filed Thursday in LA uh, by a company called Mellow Mega. And Mellow Mega is going to go after Justin and Dan and Shea for money, credit, and an injunction to prevent further distribution of the song of 10,000 Hours. And I get it. 10,000 Hours was a massive success. They, the song played on both country and pop radio. Uh, it included nearly... Two billion streams it garnered around the world. And Dan and Shay and Justin, I mean, they did just win a Grammy for this song, a 2021 Grammy. Um, so, you know, I think that that part, that latter, brought this song into the spotlight. And people just want a piece of the pie. Uh, as for saying this, and as of all of this coming out, uh, there's no comment from Justin or Dan and Shay on the lawsuit. Um, so, you know, go listen to both songs. Listen, let us know what you think, and we'll have more on the situation as it develops. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie, cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, one of them is real. Can I fool Amber into believing in fake news? Her record for headline in a haystack is 22 wins and 18 losses for the year. 22 wins and 18 losses. Got it. I'm going to try to keep that winning streak up, but we will see after today. I have a feeling that you've made these very difficult. Maybe. Maybe not. Let's find <laughs> out. Here's headline number one. Monkey clings to man's chest during stolen vehicle arrest. Headline number two. Florida couple goes blind after competing in a staring contest involving the sun. And here's headline number three. Florida lawyer throws oranges at judge, spends night in jail. Hmm. I'm going to go with the monkey. <sighs> Dang it. <laughs> I didn't fool you. That is the headline in a haystack. <laughs> All I wrote down was monkey. I don't even remember what the story was. So tell me. Monkey clings to man's chest during stolen vehicle arrest. That is the headline in a haystack today. Okay. And the story is sheriff deputies captured a man accused of driving a stolen vehicle on Friday. 
and they got two for the price of one, they found a monkey named Monk clinging to the driver's chest. How original. <laughs> so Cody, the thief, drove the stolen vehicle for 30 miles before he was caught, and deputies were shocked when Monk, the monkey, greeted the officers. And, and so the deputies found out that Cody got the monkey in South Carolina four years ago, but he didn't have an exotic animal permit for Monk the Monkey, so the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission had to take possession of Monk. Oh, poor Monk. Right. But imagine pulling someone over for stealing a car, and then you get a little pleasant surprise. There's a monkey. Right? I'd be like, hey, do you ha- anybody got a banana? <laughs> anybody. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. What unique genetic trait did you inherit from your family? So I bought some new earrings off of Etsy. They're these cute little rose gold earrings. I got them to match my rose gold engagement ring. And I wore them for like three days, left them in my ears, and my left ear hurts so bad only your left ear just my left ear so it's funny that this is happening because the last time i was back in georgia i was also complaining about my left ear and my grandma shared with me that if she wears earrings that are fake that her left ear will hurt too just that hole in the left ear that is so strange yeah what a is that a coincidence you think it's it's it could be genetic that we just have like a weird like reaction to like metal yeah so i've heard of that before genetic yeah but the left ear just the left ear thing is so (laughs) strange it's a very strange genetic trait to inherit uh so tanner do you have a weird or unique generic genetic trait that you inherited from a family member now amber you say you can't notice this very much on me but i do have a snaggle tooth Right in the front right there. Okay, so explain to people what a snaggle tooth is that might not know. It's when your tooth just likes to overlap over your front tooth. Okay. And so I got a little bit of a snaggle. It's a little bit crooked, leaning to the side. Uh, And this is called the chamber snaggle tooth because my dad has it, his dad has it, and his dad's dad has it. And the earliest picture I've found of anyone in my family that is smiling, it's got the chamber snaggle tooth. Oh, my gosh. So it's weird. You know, they say like cavities and things like that are genetic. So why not like the forming of your teeth? Yeah. As well. Uh, so we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. What's a unique genetic trait that you might have inherited from a family member? Tia from Runner Park said, every time I eat chocolate, I always sneeze two times from my dad's side. The sneezes come much quicker with darker and richer chocolate. That's really Interesting. I love that it's two times. <laughs> Just two. Uh, if you have something you want to share, facebook.com slash froggy929. Lane from Windsor says, as a guy going gray in one's 20s. Don't feel bad Aww. about that. That's very trendy now. It's attractive. It makes you look distinguished. Yeah. And Yvette from Santa Rosa said, extra wisdom teeth. My dad had five. Whoa. I had five. My sister had six. Oh, my gosh. That, that means you're super smart and wise. <laughs> that means the next generation's going to have seven or eight. Let's hope not. Catching the Catching the With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're calling Mark. Last year for Mother's Day, Mark simply forgot. So we're going to call him just with a little bit of a reminder. 
Mark. Mark, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? I'm okay. What's up? Um, I'm calling you on behalf of your sister. Uh, she told me something pretty shocking that last year you forgot about Mother's Day. I mean, I didn't forget about Mother's Day, but okay. You forgot a gift? Kind of. What did she say? Your sister called me about developing a gift clause for Mother's Day. So if you forget to buy your mother a present this year, you have to pay your sister's mortgage for three months. She got a lawyer. She did. No. Listen, no. We, I'm just okay. looking out for the best interest in your family, and if you can't provide happiness from your mother, there are consequences. And there's a clause that says I have to pay three months of a mortgage. I didn't forget last year. That was a big misunderstanding in the first place, but I can't believe, I mean, she always does something like this. wasn't even that big of a deal in the first place. It didn't have anything to do with her. A lawyer. Well, I'm sorry what? that your sister loves your mother more than you do, and you're a bad son. Okay. Is there any way out of this? The only way out of this is actually being a good son and buying your mom a gift. I'm going to get her something, okay? You better. I'm coming That's after you. Point. Okay, there's no nobody's coming after anybody. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. Where's the strangest place that you have ever fallen asleep? So my neck was hurting me real bad yesterday. And my mom, she's had back problems her entire life. And she told me, whenever your neck or your back hurts, lay down on a hardwood floor and you'll feel better. Kind of just readjust everything. So I went to my kitchen, laid down for a minute. And boom, I fell asleep immediately (laughs) on the floor in my kitchen. Maybe you were just exhausted. Yeah. I mean, that probably had something to do as to why you, why the kitchen though? Why like, why not in the living room or the bedroom? I have a rug in my living room and I wanted to just be on the hardwood, like just that. And it's cold too. Um, So I fell asleep and I woke up to a knock on my window in my kitchen you can there's a window that when people walk by the apartment complex they can see basically my entire living space and so got a knock and someone just went are you okay oh my god i was like yeah i'm good i'm good don't worry about me i'm great <laughs> oh my god they, they thought you passed out or something yeah well, you did but yeah. like not medically yeah just out of sheer exhaustion exactly so amber where is the weirdest place you've ever fallen asleep uh, in a middle chair in a parking lot waiting for my parents to pick me up after a Girl Scout trip. You've heard this story before. Uh, my friends thought it was so funny that they sat in my lap while I was asleep eating turkey sandwiches. <laughs> Gotta we, love it. It had green mustard on it. Don't yeah. ask me where that came from. <laughs> on our Froggy Facebook page, we're sharing the weirdest place that we've taken naps. Uh, Facebook.com slash Froggy929. Corey from Santa Rosa says, on top of a horse, uh, during a 12-hour workday, I'm happy I trained that old boy well. His name is Teg, short for integrity. Oh, love- so sweet. I wish my name was integrity. Actually, I wish I had integrity, <laughs> but Just- I don't. Jessica from Runner Park said, while hosting my own yard sale and fell asleep on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> on the lawn. It must have been a nice, like, sunny day. It was yeah. relaxing. I imagine someone poked her and be like, hey, I want to buy this. How much you How much you want for this book? Uh, Jenna from Santa Rosa says, in the middle of country summer on my 21st birthday. I think that happens to a lot of us. 
catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So how do I get over my fear of talking on the phone? So I probably sound like your typical millennial when I say this, but I really do hate talking on the phone. And my fiance was kind of on me about this recently because I have yet to make a dentist appointment since I've moved here. (laughs) I can't do it for some reason. And I just, it's because I think talking on the phone and making appointments on the phone is so time consuming. I'd rather do it quickly online. It takes five minutes to like talk this out on the phone when it could take one or two minutes to make an appointment online or something. Yeah. My time is valuable these days and I don't want to spend it with small talk. Is it just (laughs) about time or is there something a little bit deeper? Like, is this more than just when you're trying to call the dentist or is this people in your life too? I, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, you're working in an office and someone says, you know, this meeting could have been summed up in an email. (laughs) I feel the same way about being on the phone. And I did look up something called phone phobia. And it said, you know, people with social anxiety tend to, you know, be a little afraid to talk on the phone. And that might be the case for me. But I think it's more of a time consuming thing. I'm really sorry about that. You know, I don't love to talk on the phone either. And something that helps me is to try not to think about it too much. Yeah. And I like, if I have to call, let's say the doctor, I'm just like, yeah, this is totally casual. Just going to do this. And then I pick up the phone. (laughs) Or if someone calls me, I just act like it's not that big of a deal. For some reason, that changes my mind a little bit. Yeah. Well, my fiance was like, you, you're you an adult. Like, you, you have to talk on the <laughs> phone. And, you know, he was being funny. But deep down, I was like, what is wrong with me? Why don't I like to talk on the phone? So I really had to deep dive into this. Uh, and we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Uh, how do I get over this fear of talking on the phone? And from Sebastopol said, preparing for my phone call in advance really helps me. I map out what I'm going to say beforehand, have my schedule in front of me, and any documents I might need ready to go. I do need to prepare. I'm terrible (laughs) about preparing for anything. Maggie from Pengrove says, I tell people that I'd rather have a digital record of our conversation. So I have something I can refer back to at a later date. So I get what she's saying. Like maybe just say, hey, could you text me this information instead of, us talking on the phone about it. Yeah, that might be might a way that. to get around it. I'm going to do it. Uh, Greg from Guerneville said, just let those phone calls go to voicemail and never call them back. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> the only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Brittany from Lakeport, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Brittany, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back in and see how the two of you score. All right. Now, Brittany, Amber's record's 420 wins to 32 losses. You want to talk some smack for a half a point bonus? Uh, yeah, I hope you're ready because you're going down, Amber. Boom! <laughs> half a point bonus rewarded. Amber's out of the studio. Brittany, here's question number one. Stephen Colbert is canceling shows because he has tested positive for coronavirus. Which TV show does Stephen Colbert host? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll give you an answer. Mm. Question number two. Jason Aldean says that he loves Adele. Adele's albums are always titled with a number. What number was Adele's last album? Was it 2, 21, or 30? Um, I'd say 
41. That is incorrect. Here's question number three. A man found a 60-year-old McDonald's meal in the wall. What is a number one at McDonald's? I don't know, Big Mac. <laughs> that is correct. Here's question number four. Luke Bryan says that he is a real farmer, while Blake Shelton is a pretend one. Yikes. What day <laughs> What day is Blake Shelton headlining Country Summer? Saturday. That is correct. And here's question number five. The Magic Johnson documentary, They Call Me Magic, hit Apple TV Plus today. What team did Magic Johnson famously play for? Uh, um, I don't know. Okay, <clears throat> no problem. I'll give you an X. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Brittany from Lakeport got two out of five today. Brittany, did he hit you with a lot of sports questions or something? Why was it so hard? Uh, I don't know, but it was hard. (laughs) All right. I hit her with one sports question, by the way. So get ready for that one. Here's question number one, Amber. Stephen Colbert is canceling shows because he has tested positive for coronavirus. Which TV show does Stephen Colbert host? Uh, They're all named the same thing. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's The Late Show. I'm pretty sure that is correct. <laughs> Amber, you are up one to zero. Brittany got that incorrect. Question number two, Jason Aldean says that he loves Adele. Adele's albums are always titled with a number. What number was Adele's last album? Was it two, 21, or 30? 30. That is correct. There are always the age he is. Brittany got that incorrect. Amber, you're up two to zip. Question number three, a man found a 60-year-old McDonald's meal in the wall. What is a number one at McDonald's? The Big Mac. That is correct. Brittany got that correct as well. The Can score... we go get Big Macs after this? Please. <laughs> I am so hungry. Big Macs. <laughs> Question number four. Luke Bryan says that he is a real farmer while he says Blake Shelton is a pretend one. <laughs> what day is Blake Shelton headlining Country Summer? Saturday. That is correct. Brittany from Lakeport also got that correct. Four to two is a score, and here's question number five. The Magic Johnson documentary. Here's your sports question, Amber. Great. They Call Me Magic hit Apple TV Plus today. What team did Magic Johnson famously play for? No, uh, it's basketball, by the way. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, the Lakers. That is correct. Okay, I don't actually know that. <laughs> Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Brittany from Lakeport's two out of five. Brittany, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But you're going to Country Summer 2022 on Friday, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. I did Tuesday night. And it's a great day to be alive. Tis Friday, and you know what that means. Great day to be alive. Friday is here, and if you've never been a part of Great Day to Be Alive Friday, it's where Tanner and I air out our grievances for the week and... And it's a great day to be alive. We get baptized like that by the sweet, sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt. You gotta do the hand washing that you do. Oh yeah, you gotta get baptized. He physically washes his hands when we do this bit. Every single time, you got to. (laughs) All right, get us started, Tanner. Well, a neighbor looked inside of my apartment yesterday and caught me sleeping in my kitchen. And it's a great situation i was caught in a vulnerable moment they said he's dead call the cops does he have life alert oh my gosh uh well i talked about this earlier but i bought cheap earrings from etsy put them in my ear left them in for three days and now my left earlobe is infected and it's a great day to be alive i'm 
cute, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so my side hustle is being an Instacart grocery delivery specialist. That's the oh. official okay, title. Okay, okay. And uh, I got stiffed on not one, but two tips this week, Boo! and I'm really mad about it. And it's a your delivery people please yeah by the way it's not it's not a free service you have to pay yeah. your delivery drivers okay uh well i let my dog play with a basketball outside for about an hour yesterday didn't think anything of it and now his poor little feet are injured and it's a great day to be alive. you gotta get him some air jordans it was rough yeah i do a little <laughs> tiny ones i'll do yeah. it so uh, uh this one's pretty short i've had a migraine for two days and i'm finally over it today but Goodness gracious, it was awful. And it's a great day to be alive. Now, if you've been listening to the show, you know I've been complaining about my stomach hurting. I finally figured out what it was. It was the energy drinks I was drinking. But the, the problem is, is that I found this out after I ordered two flats of the energy drink on Amazon. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9.